Welcome to A Little Grace to Grow. Today I want to talk to you about men who wouldn't quit when they were broken hearted. Psalms chapter 34 verse 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. You know, unfortunately, the reality is, if you and I live long enough, we are going to experience heartbreak. And what's sad is, I've seen many good Christians, rather than be able to endure it, and when I say endure and not quit, I'm talking about being faithful to God. Rather than being faithful to God, they use this brokenhearted experience as a, uh, I don't know, as an excuse to to lose the faith, to give up on God. For some, to go back to alcohol or drugs or narcotics. That is That is not the answer. The Lord is the answer. So when I talk about men who wouldn't quit when they were brokenhearted, I'm talking about people who remained faithful to God and His will, about staying concerned about the lost. These people didn't quit serving the Lord, even though they were brokenhearted. In most cases, they became better Christians because of their broken heart. Their spirit became sweeter, more compassionate towards others, and God was more glorified in their lives. See, it doesn't mean that they were not heavy-hearted. And it doesn't mean that they, the broken-heartedness had gone away. And it doesn't mean that they didn't have questions and even doubts they had to battle. But they remained faithful. It doesn't mean that they didn't need some time alone or away from their personal responsibilities. It just means they pressed on with a desire to do the will of God with the right spirit. You know, last week we talked about Job. And we... I would be remiss if I didn't mention him. Here's a man that experienced it all. He was a broken-hearted man. But you know his testimony is, The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He said, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. You know, he was able to endure with a broken heart because he knew, he knew where his healer was. He knew who the rock of his salvation was. He knew where his security was. It wasn't in his flesh. It was in his Savior. You know, Aaron, the high priest, Moses' brother, would lose two sons. They'd be slain for their sin, and yet he remained faithful. We find Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel, in chapter 24, verse 18, would lose his wife, and yet he was called to remain faithful, and he did. The Apostle Paul, when he knew he'd be leaving the Ephesian preachers and heading into Jerusalem, unknown, not knowing what to expect there, he said, what mean ye to weep and to break my heart? It was a hard time for him because he knew he may not ever see them again until he gets to heaven. Some of you have heard the song, It Is Well With My Soul. The writer, H.G. Spafford, would write that song after receiving a telegram, all lost by his wife. All of his daughters would dr- had drowned. And this is after he'd lost most of his properties and his investments. George Truett, the great preacher of yesteryear, a uh, Southern Baptist preacher, had accidentally killed a friend on a hunting trip. Here, he, here he's a man in the ministry. And it affected him. It weighed on him. 
but he didn't quit. It wasn't as though he did it on purpose, but it was a a grief that he had to endure. Pastor Gene Woods would press on after accidentally backing over his grandchild and killing him. Can you imagine the grief? We have members of our church, dear members who have lost their children. And yet, in God's grace, by God's grace, they haven't quit. Doesn't mean their heart's not heavy. I think of Linda Sheets and Terry Batts and Linda Barnes. I think of Beth Hickman. Jesus knew what it was like as he was called the man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. You see, this world is filled with broken-hearted people. Eventually, we all experience it. Let's consider some things that got these people through. Number one, the prayers and compassion of others during their grief. It sure helps to have a good support system. Jude verse 22 says, "In some having compassion, making a difference. If you're not experiencing a broken heart, be sensitive to those who are. Number two, the fellowship of those who have suffered in the same capacity. 1 Corinthians 10.13 tells us, There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with that temptation also make a way to escape. You see, the reality is what you're going through, somebody else has gone through it as well. I know it's still heavy, but there ought to be a little consolation to be able to know others have been where I've been and they've came out faithful. Number three, in many cases, they had a very strong support system long after the funeral. You see, sometimes people get all the support during the funeral or just prior to the funeral or maybe a few weeks after the funeral. But what about the the following year and the following year? I know a lot of us can go on about our business, but the reality is the person who has lost that loved one, that hole is still there. And I think it's wise for us to be mindful of that, to be sensitive to that, to not be callous. Number four, as we consider people who wouldn't quit when they were brokenhearted, they chose faith in God rather than to fight God. They chose to trust God when they couldn't understand God. They understood that getting bitter at God was not going to fix their problems or make them any better. They chose to focus on the eternal rather than focus on the present. Vance Havner tells a story about when his wife died. They'd been married for over 50 years. He talks about reading Revelation 21. And in that passage, the Lord Jesus is revealing to John some characteristics about heaven. And one of the the very first thing the Lord Jesus says to John is, there'll be no more sea. I know when I first read that, I didn't really comprehend it all, but in Vance Hafner, obviously didn't either, but he said he understood completely this time. He'd read the Bible for years, but it was through the loss of his wife that God allowed him to understand this. You see, John the Apostle was on an island As an old man, separated from all the people he loved, he was put there as a torture. He couldn't swim to his friends, and they couldn't come to him. The blessing is, this island couldn't keep Jesus from him, but all the people he'd invested in were were on that distant shore. And when the Lord Jesus 
came to John and said, John, in heaven there'll be no more sea. I can picture John looking across that water to that distant shore, realizing there'll be no more separation when I get to heaven. That's exactly what took place. That's what Vance Havner discovered, and that's great comfort to those of us that know Christ as our Savior. They chose to accept God's plan rather than accuse God of wrongdoing. God makes no mistakes. Sometimes that's hard to understand, but that is the truth. And we sing a song, we'll understand it better by and by. Friend, right now you've got to trust by faith, but the day will come, you'll understand it better. God bless you and I hope you have a fantastic day.